0: Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2M Net podcast. You can visit W2MNet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling.
1: Okay, the one t-
0: Okay. The-, <laughs>
1: the the one time I have the tab open, but it doesn't go ahead and have the theme song ready up and going.
0: Yeah, don't ask me to do Sagnus Rift. Welcome to a botched intro to another episode of League to the Back, sir. Whatever. As always, I am your host with the most, Brian Amnesian, as Esperanza. Well and as always, I am joined by the Dr. Manhattan of the Network. Now the first inaugural winner of Incompetent Producer of the Year, Mr. Eric Super-something-or-other Watkins. I don't know how super he is today.
1: First of all, I've had a little bit of a day. I was up for nearly 24 hours yesterday, so that may have something to do with it. And and how how are there any other nominees considering all of the podcast i run on this network
0: rancid randy's always a nominee
1: i mean you're not entirely wrong but we don't have to hear from him
0: until march 13th yeah on another show Uh, speaking of other shows would you like to go ahead and tell us where we're live at tonight here on the w2 web network sir I'm going to take that as a no, and I'm going to have to do it myself. So, hi. Welcome, if you're listening. I uh, apologize it, 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 for it, it, the boxed-up intro.
1: You uh, know as, what? As,
0: as my it, producer oh my is God. solidifying his award for Incompetent Producer of the Year 2022, I'm going to go ahead and tell you where we might be live at, because I don't have control of the buttons, and I don't know where we are. But... No. We hope that you're joining us as I continue to try to cut him off here. We hope that you are enjoying us visually via Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, if you take your podcasts orally, you can find us on your your favorite preferred podcasting service to include Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox, like, uh, rate, and review us on Spotify, uh, Google Pods, Apple Pods, and a whole lot more. And he's still, he's he's gone again, so I'm gonna continue on the plugging here. Um, as always, you can uh, also find us on our Discord, uh, there'll be a link to that in the show description. Uh, you can come and hang out with me and the rest of the W2M Network crew. We'll talk about all things, everything, uh, you know, uh, come join us. It's a wonderful time. And you can always, always send your comments about Mr. Eric Watkins being the worst producer of the year in a hate mail message via email to s.garber at gmail.com. You know, I had a retort already,
1: but then right as I was ready to come in and say about Facebook.com slash W2M Network, Twitch.tv slash W2M net, and Twitter.com slash W2M Network, I was already occupied again based on uh, recent news with the current geopolitical situation. So call it more of a victim of bad timing.
0: Well, I already did all of the plugs for you. Uh, you're you're continuing to uh, solidify yourself in uh, Worst Producer February 2022 here on the W2Web Network. Well, I mean, it's the last day of the month, so I had a good run. Good run until today.
1: Tomorrow's a new month, so yeah.
0: Yeah, tomorrow's a new month. Hey, you know what? As long as you do better than Rancid Randy, who does absolutely nothing, you'll not win. Which is a good thing. Well, I mean, he won't be doing absolutely nothing
1: because, again, point of viewer. Selection Sunday, March 13th. The sports movie bracket. Don't remind me. Oh, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to remind you every chance I get if you're mentioning he and I about all this. (laughs)
0: Anyways. um, So what are we talking about this week? You, um, as... much, uh, is this another Much Ado About Nothing week? Because I almost feel like it's another Much Ado About Nothing week. Well, as you were mentioning
1: during a certain recording of a certain other show that will be airing on March 20th, um, there was a little bit
0: of a drama. There's been more unfolding with the whole LS situation. Oh, yeah. Um... I'm going to see if I can pull, I want to, let me see, let me pull that YouTube video up and find out how long it is and see if it, if it's not anything crazy. Um, okay, it's a little on the longer side, so I don't want to play it on air. Um, I thought I sent this to you, and I'm checking our, our Discord channel, and apparently I didn't, so I apologize for that.
1: See, I'm not the only one that botches stuff around here.
0: Um, but I've watched an interesting um, episode of The Blame Game, which is something that uh, Mark Zimmerman does. Oh, great! And you sent it there, so now I have to
1: go there and open. I this. mean,
0: I because it's a twenty-minute watch, and it's something for you to watch later, unless you want to queue it up now, in which case oh, I'll well, then it if there the- too. Well,
1: if that's the case, then never mind. You say a bit on the long side. Define long first before you go ahead and you send I mean, like 20
0: it. minutes is long for a YouTube video for the show. It is. So I would call that the long side. Okay, so Not to be confused with
1: what she said. Well, I mean, that's a different kind of long, but I mean, you know, it's all about semantics.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> A little bit of cheesecake there on my finger. I have some delicious strawberry cheesecake this evening. Thank you, Clearance Bin at Walmart. I mean, hey, it's still perfectly good, right? It's just, you know, when it runs out of date. They have to mark it down and sell it. Otherwise, they'll toss it. And even though it's still perfectly good cheesecake, so.
1: Ah, I wasn't saying anything towards that. I just had a flashback to a lovely night involving chocolate moose. <laughs> you're no looking around, you're looking around awful weird right now. I'm pretty sure I explained this story. <laughs>
0: i i don't know if you did or if you didn't but i mean my first ex oh my
1: first girlfriend
0: yeah we we've we've gone through that before
1: yes that
0: chocolate mousse well i don't want to get too caught up on chocolate mousse because i almost got some uh, oreo chocolate mousse at the walmart today (laughs) Funny that you mentioned that. It was also in the discount bin at the bakery department. Oh, I could have had fun with that. And I'm like, you know what? The last time I got this, I wasn't too thoroughly impressed by it. So I left it on the shelf. They also, weirdly enough, had a gigantic like half sheet cake. It is very rare that I see sheet cakes. Especially, in the clearance bin at Walmart.
1: Especially half a sheet cake. I guess it was for an order that got went wrong.
0: Well, it, it, was, it was like half decorated. So, and it was like, it was blank so that you could, you know, they could put your own message in the middle or whatever. So it's possible that they just made one and it just sat for so long because people didn't like the decoration or whatever that now it's up for, you know, it's on clearance. And hopefully somebody buys it in the next 10 minutes so they don't throw it out. Which is fair. I get that. Because it's, you know, 10.50 local time and Walmart's still closing at 11. Please go back to 24 hours. Sincerely, somebody who works overnights. Yeah, well... Uh, if Walmart
1: pays people more money and you'll get more people willing to work at Walmart instead of having to deal with greedy corporations, then you will be going back to opening
0: 24 hours. I don't know. I think Walmart isn't going to go back to that model. I think they've realized that the, that they, they're saving more money than it was worth to keep the stores open overnights, like 24-7, I don't think they're going to go back to that model. Maybe we see them eventually go to like a 2 a.m. thing, right? Like they'll close at like 2 a.m. or something. Um, And they'll have the store closed like, you know, four hours a day or six hours a day for restocking and cleaning. Well, I mean, (laughs) I don't think we'll ever see at least not for the next. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to say decade. Probably.
1: Well, I mean, we all know that there's one great reason Walmart exists, and that's just like with certain types of women. At 3 a.m., you're damn thankful that you can be inside of one.
0: Family show? (laughs) Question mark. I don't know if I'm allowed to get away with saying family show here on League to the Max or whatever, but I'm going to (laughs) try
1: all things considered. I kind of doubt it (laughs)
0: again. Damn it. I'm going to try. Um, but anyways, back on topic here, (laughs) um, so uh travis uh uh, he released it through travis gafford's uh um channel but we we got this 20 minute long thing out of mark z of why and, and the video is entitled why fans should be angry about c9 ls and to a lesser extent tsm's drama as well um the biggest thing that I st- that is in this video, right? Remember last week I touched pretty heavily. We, we we spent a good maybe I don't know 20 25 minutes talking about this. Where I said that if this were traditional media, we would have like all of the different reporters having a field day with this. Half of them would be right, somebody would have it right on the nose. Some people would be so wildly off base, you think they you know that it was scenes from a hat.
1: Yeah, we we did in that very,
0: very apt, very apt. Um, Mark Zimmerman actually talked about that himself, and he pretty much said the exact same thing that I said, which is sitting here making me wonder either A Mark Zimmerman, if you're watching my show, just just tweet me at the Adnesian. We can do a collaboration. Um, Or B, why the hell am I not an esports journalist?
1: Both of those are very, very legitimate possibilities. Besides, you know how much money...
0: it, 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 It baffles me that I keep saying things like a week or two before... The mainstream esports folks start talking about the exact same fucking thing I said.
1: And you haven't part laid this into breaking into esports journalism because. I mean, I'm trying. We need the viewership. Which is why you should go ahead and listen to us on your podcast streaming service of choice or watch us on your preferred medium of choice, including YouTube
0: um but yeah no apparently there's now litigation pending in the whole ls drama so if you thought there was a media embargo on this before to use a sports journalist or not even sports journalism but just regular journalism term there's definitely a gonna be a media embargo on this now right Mm -hmm. Because isn't talking to anyone about it. Um, He did get back to Korea. He is back to streaming on his Twitch channel. Um, One of his first days back, he addressed some, um, some drama going on with a player streamer. I don't know what the hell is going on with the C9 Malice drama. That's not something I'm i have been caught up on or has come across my my various feeds um but he addressed that he spent like about 35 minutes addressing that but he hasn't touched anything and he's refusing to touch anything related to his dismissal from his wholesale dismissal from cloud nine um and apparently, uh, from what I have heard, is there is now litigation pending in the matter. So I don't expect to hear any sci- any like confirmation of sides of stories um, for months. It could be even a year. Because we all love how civil breach of contract litigation works, especially if they try to drag the process out in arbitration before going to court.
1: So basically all of this will be turning into what we're currently dealing with, with major
0: league baseball. Gotcha. Um, but despite LS being gone, uh, cloud nine still doing well in the standings. Um, they dropped two. They've only dropped two games so far this season. um, they're seven and two, tied for first with Team Liquid. Um, you'd love to see it kind of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, again, I don't. I don't know how I feel about rooting for Cloud9 right now. I still feel like there needs to be more transparency there. We still haven't gotten any like concrete. Hey, oh, you know what? We heard your feedback. Here's what really happened. And again, with the whole you know litigation thing, I don't think we're getting it anytime soon. Okay. It feels weird to root for Team Liquid, right? I've rooted for Team Liquid in the past when they had double lift, but that's because I'm a double lift fan and not a Team Liquid fan. And this is another thing. This is actually another thing. And I'll take a moment to talk about this. Yeah, um, but before you do, how the hell are they seven and two? There was a super week this week. Oh. Uh... Continue. Sorry. It was, yeah, I forgot to mention that. We had a suit. We had one of our super weeks where it was three days of uh, shows or three days of games. Okay. Continue. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I just realized that. Yeah, I probably should have explained that. Um, so this is something I do I, I I will talk about because Travis brought it up in, in his video. I think we kind of talked about this last week. Um I we I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on the podcast at some point. I believe we but have. The fact that esports differs in its fan bases than traditional sports um vent- ventures or teams right in esports you don't you can't build a brand base just off of a regional affiliation right and i think that's kind of why overwatch did what it did and did the whole you know city team thing because they realized that that was a weakness within esports But you cannot build a regional identity driven brand in an esports environment, right? You have players from all over the world. You can headquarter yourselves in a certain region, sure, but that's not going to get you fans like, say, the NFL, right? You can't just be like, okay, I'm the Cincinnati. Bengals hello, right? Right. You know, hey, come root for us. That that doesn't work in esports. Esports has to build their fan bases off of success and off of the players that they that they select to play for them. Uh, and to a lesser extent, and which is becoming a bit of a bit of a bigger extent you know, in, in more modern esports, the ownership of the teams has also um, been extremely instrumental in creating brand engagement uh, and building brand development for, for these orgs. Um, can you still hear me? Because my microphone looks like it just went dead.
1: Yeah, I can still hear you just fine.
0: Okay. I'm looking at the little meter on my microphone here, and it just like, oh, no, bye-bye, good night. Um, But yeah, no, that's something that Travis also, or uh, that, that Mark also mentioned, and I have to agree with him, right? Fans in esports are fickle because most fans either support an org for whatever reason or they support uh, so they support a player within an org the people that support a player within an org you you it's very difficult to convert them into actual full-on org fans right they're there for the because they're, the player that they they like or they engage with or whatever is playing for that team when that player leaves their allegiance to that org is done for the most part right they're not going to continue to you know buy brand merch or whatever maybe they'll they'll you know maybe they're rooting for you every once and again but being a a quote-unquote full-time fan um or or a merch buying fan is definitely out the window as soon as their their one player or two players that they like goes but then you have players who are – or you have fans who are there for the org, right? And that's – that is a lot harder to build in esports. And when you do something like Cloud9 did and you you shake the faith of somebody in that org, right, you lose them. And they're going to go over to another team or they're going to be like, well, you know what, I like – or they become a player person, right? Like, oh, you know what? I like how Core JJ has been playing. And maybe I'm going to go root for Team Liquid now because they got CoreJJ and and as an example.
1: But you're actually seeing a lot like that in traditional sports, too. I mean, they had the thing to where I believe it was like Jerry Seinfeld, who would talking about all the player movements and this and that way back in the day it's like oh you're rooting for laundry when you're rooting for those particular teams yes you do have like those generational fans and in some markets who root for team over player but that's kind of becoming a thing as well to where it's like all right you're going to go ahead you have certain players you like, you follow, you jump teams as those players do. I think the only difference
0: I think that t- that's I think that's also in general, that's a generational shift, right? Yeah, a generational shift,
1: and it's a little bit harder in esports, as you mentioned, and one big thing, actual physical location, because We just had
0: LCS finally have its first uh, games, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago was was the LCS's first games back. Yeah. And And I don't believe they have an audience yet either. I think it's still empty stadium.
1: Yeah, and even then, it's one centralized site, like how you have a lot in the past couple of years, teams and leagues operate in bubbles. And like you said, and you had a perfect example, the Cincinnati Bengals, you could go to Riverfront Stadium back in the day, Paul Brown Stadium now, the place, the arena, the building where you can gather and see your team play. And that was a big part of that locale. Yeah. You have esports teams who headquarter in certain cities, but you're not going to have all of these teams and all of these esports leagues have team houses or perfect dedicated building stages, arenas, whatever you want to call it, for just these teams. In some cases, it just isn't practical. In other cases, it isn't feasible. So that's an extra hurdle to kind of overcome in a sense.
0: Yeah, there was a um there was an org. I wanna say it was immortals. I'm I'm leaning towards immortals. I could be wrong. Um, that recently decided to headquarter not too far outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. As their as their primary North American headquarters but there's no players out there right that's if anything they're content creators maybe you're traveling out there to you know stream or whatever but for the most part eSports is condensed to LA and Atlanta yeah it it, it for a while with overwatch League I want to say Texas like Austin, was it was either Austin or Dallas was getting in on on a little bit of that action but generally speaking esports it was primarily LA and then Call of Duty um came in uh and that oh my gosh um the it was i was i think MLG and somebody else uh backed venture and they ran out of Atlanta um, and I think there's some there's very minimal esports stuff going. I know Smite, um, which is ran by HiRes. Um, they're based out of Georgia uh, in the Atlanta metropolitan area, like greater, greater, like like like. To somebody not from Atlanta, you probably call that Atlanta Metro. Um, to people that actually live in Atlanta area, they probably call that North Georgia. So, basically,
1: the suburbs of the suburbs.
0: Yeah. Because uh, as we all... if I mean, if you pull up a map and look, Atlanta's already pretty damn north as it is. Mm-hmm. You, you pretty much have... Depending on where you're coming from, but if you're like me and you're coming from Florida and you're going up there for your annual vacation every year, you have to cross three quarters of the damn state just to get to Atlanta.
1: Well, not to mention, I mean... I know some people, and they say, "Oh, well, they're right on the border near Tennessee." So I'm like, "Okay, yeah,
0: that's feasib- definitely a thing."
1: Feasibility from there to Atlanta, farther north, but doable. Especially- yeah, it's, I think it's
0: like forty-five minutes from um from the Tennessee border to Atlanta, or something like that. I think Nashville's like Atlanta to Nashville only takes two hours. Hmm, sounds about right. I may have to
1: um have further discussions about one particular pit stop. I may need to set up during the vacation this year.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, Atlanta to Nashville will take three and three hours forty five minutes. Um. If you're going from Yeah, that's a that's the next that's the pretty much the biggest city, the first biggest city in Nash in uh, Tennessee would be Nashville. Um a little bit closer to the border, uh, you've got a whole bunch of smaller towns. Um Yeah, no. It looks like yeah, it looks like it'd take about an hour, hour and a half from Atlanta, from downtown Atlanta uh, to get to the state border. Okay, I may need to make
1: some arrangements.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know that, that, that geography super crazy well, but. Uh, but yeah, like I said that's that is part of, that is part of the um, part of the, the, the thing with esports right and that cloud 9 has to consider is when you lose brand engage, when you lose fans like that you're not exactly going to easily get them back. because um, it takes a lot to get people to be a fan of you to begin with when there's so many other teams that they can easily go be a fan of which i think is also part of the reason why we see a lot of bandwagoning fans in esports mhm it is very e- it is a lot easier to be a bandwagoning fan in esports than it is in traditional sports agreed But yeah, no, I, I did want to take and I'm going to link the I'll, I'll I'll make sure that, you know, let's let's make sure we have the link in the video description um, to this feature at because if you have the 20 minutes, it's worth the listen. Right. If you watched or listened to last week's show, some of the points there are going to be reiterated by him in words that I think my and, and terms and in a way that I think it might be better than the way I put it. Done. Um, but for sure it's, it's, it's worth the watch. Um, but it's a part of the problem. It's, 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 it's a multifaceted problem. Um, One of it is is because of the insular nature of the LCS and how media works within the LCS, nobody is willing to go out on a limb and create original content reporting. Everybody will regurgitate something that a team has already posted, sometimes almost verbatim. If they do have inside sources and they do find out about them, right, they don't want to leak it because if they leak it, they get shut out of the the, the news ecosphere of LCS and they're done for, right? Mm-hmm. They, they They burn a bridge that they can't afford to burn because that bridge is their livelihood. Right. But it shouldn't be that way. Because even if they, you know, leak it anonymously and all this, the, it, you know, it'll eventually come back to find out who leaked it, right? At the end of the day, somebody will know. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Hey, I told him this. They're not going to come out publicly, but, you know, I'm sure there'll be DM conversations of, hey, man, why'd you leak this when I told you about it? I, You know, that wasn't for leaking. But, yeah, no, it's... it's media reporting in the LCS needs to change for sure. Um, and, and Mark Zimmerman does make an analogy to the NFL and its news cycle and circle. Um, I, I, He, he kind of paraphrase, I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase what he says, but he says essentially something to the effect of there are times where sports media is just absolutely terrible. Right. Mm-hmm especially, you know, in some of the reporting that they do. But if the LCS performed or or operated, I shouldn't say performed, but if the LCS, if, 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 if journalism within the LCS operated the same way that it did in the NFL, we'd have gotten more information than we would have ever gotten directly from the teams. Rather than just you know the the four major esports websites regurgitating the same you know PR statement article crap or a PR team statement in article form, excuse me. Because to be honest, it's kind of what they do. If you really go back and look at it, the only time we ever really get original reporting is when somebody does an opinion piece on what's going on in a season or what's going on at worlds, like at a tournament, right? We never mm-hmm. get opinion pieces. We never get original reporting. And I'm going to put that in air quotes. Um, whenever you get these like high profile, potentially scandalous news articles and, and happenings or events, um, um, In a way, news journal, like the news media, their job more or less is to hold people's feet to the fire, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That ain't happening in the LCS. Nope. And if you can't do that, I think you're a coward. And you can't really call yourself a journalist. Because true journalism comes from the capability to say, okay, I have a story. I can't be afraid to go with this. I I don't care if I'm charring somebody's leg off. The public has a right to know because that's that's what journalism is. It's the public's right to know information.
1: And the fact is, even in traditional sports you have those journalists that are accused in certain media in the smaller towns and the smaller markets who are accused of not being critical they're the ones who are always known as the laughing stocks in this case now you have that form of media as you mentioned for an entire league how are you going to get any sort of positive growth when that happens
0: just how I think part of it I think Riot and this is this is this might be a hot take but I think Riot has something to do with it right
1: mm-hmm. Riot
0: wants the league ecosystem to be this entirely closed caged damn it excuse me a second Riot wants the league ecosystem. <laughs> what did you just hit that thing with? It's my little buddy. He's what he's completely washable, so. Okay. It's my little All collectible right. Dragon Con buddy. Sorry, I didn't have a paper towel nearby and I didn't want him to get away. <sighs> Fucking bug people need to come in again. I hate the winter time. Um what was i saying oh right i think riot has some responsibility to this right um riot wants this like perfect closed eco- closed loop ecosystem where they have as much control as they can possibly get their grubby little fingers on right and since they're the end all be all and can more or less shut anybody in any org and any person they want out of competitive esports, especially in English markets, um, on a whim, they kind of get what they want, right? It's uh-huh. it's it's uh it's 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 like in a way it's it's a chilling effect, right? Like it's I don't know how I don't know how how else to put it, but if Riot doesn't like something they're going to be like, or if Riot doesn't want something to release or whatever, they're going to do every damn thing possible to make sure that it never sees the light of day, right? They'll right. bury competitive rulings deep in the League of Legends esports website and barely mention them on air, if they even do that. Um, And I think the orgs and the journalists know that if they want to do, if they want to cover riot, even if it's something, or the LCS, even if it's something unfavorable, they have to make it, they have to do so in a somewhat favorable light. And that's not journalism. That's not true journalism.
1: That's Mm -hmm. like,
0: and this is is a little bit of a stretch here, but I don't think it's far off. It's state-run communist sponsored media.
1: Again, you're not wrong. You're not.
0: It's like, look at the communist countries that have the state-run media outlets where if the state doesn't like it, it doesn't get reported on because they control the news.
1: (laughs) I could really go into (laughs) Ben.
0: And I'm not, and no, we're not going any further than that. And I will (laughs) echo what has been said on, on many other shows so far here on the W2M network. I stand with Ukraine and you guys stay strong. Um, but I don't know. Again, I, 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 I think Mark Zimmerman here, Mark Z says more than I could sit here and talk about and break the land speed record on the network over.
1: Yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Nah, You already promised that we wouldn't
0: tonight. I didn't say tonight. Or maybe I did.
1: Yes, you I did. I don't remember
0: which I don't remember which show I threatened things on and which show I promised things on anymore, damn it. And what order in which they appeared. Because I could have promised in one and then revoked the promise and threatened in the other. And hey, here you go. A five-hour show.
1: Mm-hmm. At least we won't have to worry about those with rancid randy this month. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think we will just in a different way. Um, but no fans, fans should be angry. Um, something awful had to be done for LS to get, fired in the fashion that he did hours before a show or before a match right yes and we won't know what's going to happen especially now with lawyers involved possibly ever which is unfortunate because i think the fans have a right to know but I think the team, at least the players and, and Max Waldo, right? Maybe not so much Jack, but the players and the the, 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 the team, the core of the team, right? The coach and the five players or the six players, if you count the sub. Um, They know what's going on here, right? They know that they're like, you know, I would hate to be a player on cloud nine right now. And I definitely would hate to be Max Waldo because the amount of pressure that is on you has been like ratcheted so much that you're losing circulation to limb Mm -hmm. to perform because they know that not only are people no law like not only are they they practically going to have to beg people to continue to support them because they know that the situation isn't their fault or at least the the behavior that i'm seeing genuinely intently it, it leads me to believe that it isn't their fault um, if they fail spectacularly, like I said last week, you fired LS, you got what you deserve. If they succeed without LS, it's still going to probably get credited to LS because Max Waldo subscribes to very similar, you know, theory crafting and approach to the game that LS does. The entire team was handpicked by LS anyways. hmm. So the other part of the problem is is these orgs have gone too PRE, right? Everything is too canned PR statement these days. And that is like I would expect an esports organization, which is video gaming, right? I would expect them to take a more personable touch. In PR statements and marketing and all that kind of stuff. Because that's like bleeding edge. They're trying to appeal to, you know, the latest generation. And the best way to do that is to not sound like a canned fucking robot. Right? Mm -hmm. But esports is doing the exact opposite. Whereas mainstream brands are actually hiring human people to do and, and, and telling them to actually sound human and show, you know, have actual, like, empathy and stuff um, in in what they say and tweet and all that stuff. Esports is, like, rolling backwards. They're, they sound more canned PR more than ever. While you got brands like Target, for example, because that's one I can think of, um, or Uber or, you know, whoever else who actually have like, you know, social media teams, right? These people are literally paid to sit and type out, you know, handcrafted human responses on social media to people tweeting about whatever. Um, hell, Wendy's is a really good example of it, right?
1: Don't Wendy's rem- does
0: not. Wendy's is not chill can PR at all whatsoever.
1: Please do not remind me of Wendy's. I'm still kind of mad, but hilarious over a tweet that they clapped back at my Tampa Bay Rays. So many bad memories.
0: And see, that's my point. <laughs> I mean,
1: if, I'm, I'm not you're, saying
0: anything you're, you're, you're,
1: you're proving my
0: point for me by saying that. I like, know. think about it. Think about it. You are quite literally proving my point by saying that. No, No amount of PR shrill canning would cause you to be like, oh, man, I really remember that tweet that Wendy sent out about me that says, we apologize for the inconvenience. But everybody will remember the clapback tweet that Wendy's put out about their favorite sports team.
1: Yeah. Because it
0: sounds like a rival fan did it. It (laughs) sounds like a fucking person wrote it, not a machine, not a bot, not computer-generated whatever, Not not somebody stuck in the 90s on fucking, you know, power speak
1: not even the fact that a rival fan did it the player involved in that tweet in that whole situation who was on a whole ass other team actually quote tweeted it and (laughs) just laughed about it himself i mm. but you see the point that i'm making I, i i do but yes that's exactly what LCS, if anybody, especially with their demographic, should be doing things like that. Instead of focusing on the same, you know, power speak, coach speak, however you want to call it, you can make with a decent investment, beyond minimal, but a decent investment into something like that. It it pays off fivefold, tenfold, whatever that kind of reach is something that you can't
0: necessarily buy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I don't know. Like I said, y- 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 you got to watch the, I mean, we've talked about this for 30 minutes now, which is probably, lo- which is definitely longer than the video um but this is my fucking show we'll talk about whatever the fuck i want to talk about um to to quote a certain person from last week um go get your own damn show oh wait you have a whole damn network (laughs) also bang bang shots fired in a different, for a different reason.
1: <laughs> You'll find out about that March 20th, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Um, But yeah, no, um, I don't know. It's, I feel like we haven't heard the end of this, even though it's probably going to die down for a little bit, because I don't think we're getting any new information anytime soon. This definitely is not going to be the last of this. Oh no, not at all, not at all. Um, and I hope that 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 you know these these CEO owners whatever um, watch these video watch Mark Zimmerman's video and be like, look, we need to change how journalism works and how we allow journalism journalistic reporting. In the LCS. Um, and if it's because of it's and if it's something where your investors and whatever don't like it, you know what? Buy the fucking investors out. Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of the investors that I know that are in esports tend to typically come especially from the NBA side of things. So I think that they have a pretty good understanding of how sports ecosystem media works. So I don't think that is an issue, but if it is, get rid of your fucking, like, find a way to get rid of them, right? They Their shares can be bought out. Pretty sure you got a contract for it, right? They get their money back. They no longer sponsor, owner, investor, whatever, and you no longer have to report to them and worry about pissing them off. Um... But yeah, no, it's, that video is worth the watch. It said a lot of the stuff we talked about last week in a way that I think, it puts it in a point of view from somebody who actively works in the LCS industry in a way that I couldn't. Yeah. Because Mark Zimmerman is an he, he he is a journalist, he is an analyst, he he he's regularly on the LCS broadcast, right? And I think he puts it into a way that I couldn't. And that's that's what makes it watchworthy. Um but in other news, um with with all that said, segueing, because we talked about that for a little bit longer than I wanted to. Um we're looking at the standings. Uh, Cloud9 team Liquid tied for first with the record of seven and two. Um, team Liquid seeming to be doing even better now that they have Core JJ back full time. Um, you know, green card activated. Long have we waited. Everybody debated. You know, there's your memes. I nah nah. I'm not gonna what. No, you already, you already laughed. You already said you weren't going to. It means now you have
1: to. <laughs> we had that one, you know. Green card activated. Long if we waited. Everybody debated. Go ahead and they masturbated.
0: <laughs> this is a semi-family <laughs> show, Joe.
1: <laughs> See, this is why I said I'm not going to.
0: This is Wheel of Fortune, Joe. Yes, I just wheel of fortune joined you.
1: This is why I said I wasn't gonna, but no. You
0: can't not do that. You can't do that and then not like leave me leave the bag hanging, right? You can't leave me holding the bag and not be like oh, what's in the bag? Is it money or is it a crappy take? In this case, it was a crappy take. I have not secured the bag. Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> Don't underestimate my ability to make things work. <laughs> you're sitting there. You're sitting over there laughing like a motherfucker. Like, how the hell did he just make that work?
1: I thought I was the one with the cleverness around here. I feel my beings usurpated.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's only because you're a disembodied voice. You're not in full form. It's okay. Oh, that's fair i will be i will i will be dethroned on on uh, point of viewer on uh, what is it now saturday S- sunday 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 yeah every other show except this one on this network is moving around and I'm confused well
1: every show that you're on on this network except for this one is moving around
0: yeah uh thank you work schedule um so, uh, tied for third, we've got Fly, Cre- Fly, Fly Crest. Yes, Crest. They're they're now a crest. Their crest is the little Q with the leaf in the middle. Save the motherfucking trees. Not smoke the motherfucking trees. I, I'm about to say, it would take me a minute for that to happen. Um, Fly Quest is five and four, so along with Golden Guardians and Hundred Thieves. Um... Evil Geniuses sitting at... uh Evil Geniuses, Immortals Progressive, and Dignitas Quantum Pay. G- give, give me the thing. Give me the thing.
1: Give you what Think What? What? The, the, the monkey or the... Uh, the Bob Barker? Oh, thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to dig to get that one, if you'll please hold. I Did do, do, do? And...
0: At least we don't at least I don't have to call them TSM FTX. At least, um they're all tied for sixth. Uh, <laughs> at a four and five record. Uh and then we have CLG in ninth at three and six. And then we have TSM. I ain't calling them FTX. Uh at their worstest record by far ever wait yes it's that bad that i say worstest <laughs> at 1 and 8 jesus yeah 1 and 8 um i'm trying to remember who they got the one win off of i think it was i think it was cloud 9 Uh, I'm checking. Please hold. Doopily do. Standings, because it doesn't say. Where's Leaguepedia when I need it?
1: Hmm. I'm about to say. Normally, don't you have this
0: opened up? Um, here we go. That's. Oh, they won against, what is that, Immortals? Yeah, they won against Immortals not cloud nine that would have been embarrassing for cloud nine but yeah no the only the only one they only win they've gotten so far um was i believe that was this weekend yeah i think that was this weekend um yeah 219 so that was last weekend that was week three um See, we got so caught up in the Cloud Nine shit we didn't even realize that TSM won a game last week. Um But yeah, they picked up a uh they picked up a win off of Immortals. Um Thank you, Leaguepedia. Uh which which gives them at least they're not goose egging it, right? I mean, we have seen that before. Um mm-hmm. Not this early in the season, though. You know, we're going in. We're about to be walking into week five here. Um, you've never seen a team goose egg that that early, but uh, or at least that badly that early, especially somebody like TSM. But uh, they there. Let's take a look at the strength of schedule for them coming up here um, next week. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Let's see. I don't want Academy. Just show me next week's games. There we go. Thank you. Uh, Next week, they're playing FlyQuest on Saturday. Or this week, I should say. Uh, And then they'll play Golden Guardians on Sunday. Um, Both of those teams, I believe I just said, are tied for sixth, right? Mm -hmm. Sorry, no. FlyQuest is uh, third. Um, yeah, both of those teams tied for third, uh, FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. So yeah, uphill battle on, on the strength of schedule for TSM coming up here. Um, not looking so great for them right now. Um, as far as standings go, the upper part of the bracket cloud nine team liquid, not surprised at all whatsoever. Um, slightly surprised about cloud nine has been able to continue with the, with the, with the, I don't want to say season record breaking performance. Cause it's not record breaking. Um, sadly at two losses, but uh, damn good season for them. I'm surprised they're keeping up after the LS drama. Um, Team Liquid, not surprised, especially again. Core JJ is back. He's playing. Um, they've got Bjergsen in the mid lane, who I think is uncontested the best mid laner in North America right now. Um, people that I'm kind of surprised that are doing this low, I was kind of hoping would do better. Yeah. Um, mainly evil geniuses um I they're they're tied for they're tied for sixth right but I mean that's the pretty much bottom half of the bracket out of 10 teams um I don't know I'm looking at their 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 roster right and I kind of expected more out of their raw ro- out of the roster that they have. Um, they've got quite a few veteran names on that roster, and then they've got some very promising up and coming talent like Jojo Pune, which I don't know what's going wrong for them. Um, overall, but I I expected them to be a little bit, I expected them to be in that tied for third group, not the tied for sixth group.
1: Right. I mean, sometimes you have things to where it could either be attributed into a slow start, although now going into week five, I don't know whether you would classify this as a slow start or not. And other times
0: you just have things that turn out upside down. I mean, at this point, we're what? Halfway through? Yeah, we're halfway through. Um the league end or the spring split ends at the end of uh March. Oi. Oi. So, and then that's when we go into playoffs. So there's only four weeks left. So yeah, it's an eight week season. Yeah, so this is quite literally the halfway point. We just finished the halfway point um of the of the season um and yeah it's not looking i'm pretty sure what's the playoff how do playoffs work um top four teams start in the upper bracket fifth and sixth start in the lower bracket with a one and eight they play two games a week they have four games left right Four weeks left, so that would be or eight games left, so it's what nine plus eight is nineteen or sorry, seventeen. Yes, yeah, seventeen. Um so you'd have to have so another super ten and eight, week so with the ten and eight record, mm-hmm. I don't think TSM's mathematically eliminated yet from playoffs. If they go 10 and 8, I think that would probably put them at at least 6th. Okay, right? I mean, help yeah. walk, walk walk me through with some of this math here. All right. Um so here, I'll send you. I'll send you the leaguepedia if it because it's probably gonna help. Oh, it's definitely going to help. I'll say that. much. They just have to make it to sixth, right? All right. So look, they're definitely at mathematic. The I, I, I'm almost willing team. to bet they're mathematically eliminated for the upper bracket.
1: Because the upper bracket is top four?
0: Yeah. I'm almost willing to guarantee that they're eliminated. They're mathematically eliminated from the upper bracket. Well, I don't know. Assuming they run undefeated, right? Right. If they go undefeated, they would be
1: 10-8. and Right now, you've got a
0: three-way... Yeah, week eight would be the super is the next super show week where they're gonna play three games. So you have right now a three way
1: tie at five and four. So if you're talking a magic numbers of six for 100 Thieves, FlyQuest, and Golden Guardians, so when you're saying for TSM as it stands right now. They would have a tragic number, which means elimination from the top bracket of six combined for one of those teams winning, and they're losing. They're sitting at six. If what I said makes any sense. Kind of. All right. Are you familiar with the magic number concept
0: a little oh, bit? I I have heard of it. I do not. So, I, I can't say I understand it fully, but I how, under, I kind of understand it.
1: How a magic number works when you have two teams, all right, pick a sport, pick two teams.
0: League TSM Cloud Nine will go with the top and bottom of the standings. Why okay. not? Okay.
1: All right. As we have our comments from Toby, who has finally rejoined us. Damn it. Tony. So you're basically saying, All right, TSM, could they possibly somehow make a run and win the league? Okay. So you are looking at. Cloud Nine at seven and two. TSM at one and eight. So for the exact same scenario that you just gave, TSM runs the
0: table. The best that they could do was ten wins. Right, which puts them in an overall record of ten and eight. All Cloud Nine has to do is get to eleven
1: wins. So realistically, that mat what would be the magic number, a combination of Cloud9 wins and TSM losses is four. If Cloud9 wins a game, take one off the magic number. If TSM loses, that's one fewer win that they can end up with. Take one off the magic number. Once the magic number hits zero, the scenario is clinched. So in this case, a combination of four Cloud9 wins and TSM losses, does not matter how that combination works. If that happens, TSM could not catch
0: up to Cloud9. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. That's how the magic number works. So, so I, I, I I like I said, I'm pretty sure it might be too early now to 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 you know crunch numbers, but I, I I've got a pretty strong feeling. Especially given strength of schedule, what TSM has to still play against, right? Let's take a look here at the schedule. Um, We have week five coming up this weekend, right? Mm -hmm. TSM plays FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. Um, Both tied for third at the five and four. Week 6, they're playing Dignitas and Evil uh, Evil Geniuses, uh, which are both tied for 6th. And you're in a real logjam. All of these teams, 100
1: Thieves, 5 Quests, Golden Guardians, Dignitas, Evil Geniuses, and Immortals, not only are they within a game of each other, you're talking 6 teams fighting for 4
0: spots. Yeah, so that adds a little extra to this. Well, I mean technically they're fighting for six spots, right? No. Not... No, you you no. No. You no. have the four teams that want the upper bracket, right? No, the reason why I
1: say it's fighting for four spots as they're both two games behind or they're all two games behind Cloud9. Oh, okay, completely. that makes
0: sense. That makes sense. I forgot to think of I forgot to look at it that way. No, that makes sense. So yeah, you're right. There there's there's a lot of teams fighting for four spots. Yeah. Um and yeah, you're right. They play in in week 7 they're going to play C9 and Immortals. Um unless TS9 unless TSM seriously cheeses out some strategy against Cloud9, I don't think they pick up that win. Um so you might as well go ahead and chalk them up a loss there, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh and then in in the week 8 Super Show uh, they're gonna play Hundred Thieves, CLG, and Team Liquid. Again, I doubt they cheese out Team Liquid, so give them another loss there. Um, and CLG's kind of sitting at the bottom of the ranks, right there. They're in ninth place. I could see TSM winning over them. Um. I don't know about hundred thieves. Again, that's another one of those teams that it's in that that three way run for 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 third right now. That, that are two games behind. I'm telling you, just by strength of schedule, things don't look good for TSM for the remainder of the split. Well, I'm gonna say this now, based upon with everything you said, based upon
1: just for the upper bracket as it stands right now having a tragic number of six from elimination, that could easily happen maybe by week six, since you have within those four games. That six six can be chopped away very quickly when you're having two-game
0: weeks. Oh, yeah. By, by the end of the... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say within the next two weeks here, we won't see these clumpings of tied for, for Blah. We're going to actually see defined out standings lists. But even still, TSM's going to be sitting there at the bottom. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. Oh, they can pretty much forget,
1: you know, top of the league... And upper bracket, maybe even playoffs in general.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't, like I said, I think we're, we're a couple weeks too early from being able to mathematically eliminate them. mm -mm. But looking on strength of schedule, they don't have, they don't have much of a shot unless they like just do some crazy, um, some some crazy changes in the next couple of weeks here, um, because some of these teams that they have to play are kind of on the rise. Like there's there's been a little bit of droppings, right? Um, Dignitas was kind of sitting pretty good for a while. Then they 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 took the they took some losses. They moved down to sixth. Golden Guardians kind of moving up a little bit. Um in, in the standings. So but yeah, no, overall. I, I I just I really don't think TSM's got a shot of this. No. Um which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be. The first time they miss playoffs as an organization, if it happens, um, I'm checking here. Give me, give me a moment. I can let me pull this up. Um,
1: because you're right, unless they go something dramatic, like they're pretty much. The next three weeks, if they want to have any contention at even say playoffs going into the Super Week, four and two, five and one, make up some key ground. This is
0: 2016 spring, summer. Yeah, I think this might actually be the first time in the organization's history that they would not make playoffs. It's a shame, but these sorts of things happen. Cuz I'm looking at their I'm looking at their historical results here. Um They won LCS Summer last year. Um they won the split. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm almost positive that this would be the first time in the history of the organization that if they don't make playoffs here, that it would be their first time ever, which, again, it's a shame, right? Um, TSM has always been, regardless of how you view them and their, their brand or whatever, um, and, and ownership aside, they've always been a pretty top contending team. Um, but honestly, with the fact that Bierksen came out of retirement and then decided not to go to TSM, mm-hmm. really gutted TSM as a, as a team, right? I think TSM as an organization is just entirely gutted right now. Um, I mean, if you look at their roster, honestly, I think their only like standout talent that they have is Hooney. And they they have tactical in the bot lane as well um, who came over from Team Liquid I believe sounds about right. Um, But like I said, it's I don't know. It, the the whole again the whole situation is just like Let's see 2022 spring um Give me give me a moment here. I'm just looking through some, some information and stats and stuff.
1: All right. I'm looking up and
0: yeah, sure no, there's on my end. Like I said, they got Hooney, they got Tactical. Those are really the only two like veteran players, I think, that they have, right? And yeah, I was right. He came from Tactical came from Team Liquid. Um Honestly, I think tactical might be the best talent that they have on that team. Um, I think Huni, yes, Huni is a, a, a world caliber champion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know he was he was part of the the, the Korean Dynasty greats. Um, SK Telecom, Samsung Galaxy. I mean, Huni's kind of been all over the place. Um, but, I don't know. Part of me thinks, I don't want to say Hooney's washed up, but Hooney's definitely getting up there, right? Like he's been playing since 2014. Um, He's played for what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's played for nine different teams throughout his career. Um, he he pretty much averages a split, maybe a year, if we're lucky, on a team. Mm-hmm. Um. And then ends up moving somewhere else. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it, it, TSM just feels just feels broken and gutted, and I feel bad for them. I feel bad for their players, right? Like nobody wants to be on a team that's one and eight. Um. Yeah, nobody wants to be on a team that's one and eight at all it's not a good feeling. I don't care what sport it is or who you are. It's just not a good feeling. Well, at least the thing is you don't want to do I don't that- I I don't I don't know what changes TSM can make. Um that that puts them in a position to to run the reverse sweep if you will. Uh, to make it to playoffs and even, oh, no. and, and, and again, even if they do pull the reverse sweep, I think they're, they're getting in by the hair of their teeth, which is yeah. not how you want to do, which is not the position you want to be in going into playoffs. You don't want to be the team that made it in by the hair of their teeth after having to pull, uh, you know, pull out the craziest reverse comeback in, you know, the history of the league. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I get it. Weird things have happened, though, because if they do. Oh, they as we, just... oh yeah.
0: No, as we were saying, as, as was a you know temporary catchphrase of the show during Worlds, stranger things have happened in this tournament. Not to mention you know, stranger you... things have definitely happened in the mm-hmm. LCS,
1: but the sound of silence and someone's Discord blowing up. If they do,
0: probably if you're hearing it, it's probably uh the wannabe disembodied voice who left his speakers on. I don't have my Discord notification pings turned on, otherwise, my they would never shut up because of how many Discord servers I'm in. But I will say this if by chance. By
1: chance, they do pull this sort of reverse sweep. You'd argue that they'd be the hottest team in playoffs,
0: and you never know what could happen from there. I, I, I do agree with you. If if they if they pull it off, then then damn, they've found something and made it work, right? And mm-hmm. then and then yeah, I legit. I, you're right. I think you legitimately have to sit there and go, holy shit, this team is scary right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, again, not a position you, you want to be in to begin with.
1: No, you don't. You don't. So, it's these next two weeks, and... Honestly, if I'm the top rest at TSM, it's like I know I'm not really going to be able to really keep anybody. How are we going to rebuild?
0: Oh, yeah. That's definitely what I'm pretty sure at this point that is exactly what um, Reggie and, and the staff over at TSM are thinking about right now. I, I think If you're smart, you're going to continue to play to win, right? Like, obviously, because you never know what, you know, freakish thing might happen. I mean, if we're only halfway through the season, like I said, you're not at the mathematical point of elimination yet, but you're damn close, right? You're knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's not too late to realize that you're at the wrong address and turn around and get the fuck out of Dodge.
1: This is true. I've been there.
0: Um, you know, before somebody opens the door up, but at the same time, I think you have to realistically be sitting there going, okay, maybe we have a chance to make playoffs, but at the same time, realistically, what the hell do we do to win summer?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I would not be surprised if some sort of acquisition or trade or release or, or some player personnel changes or coaching personnel changes are made at TSM during MSI, during the 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 off season, so or during the, the break between spring and summer, right? Um I'm, I, I'm just, it's, I don't know. Something's got to change in that org. I don't know what, um, I know they lost their head coach recently. He retired as we, as we covered on the show. Um, that's probably got to be hitting them a little bit. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe the only thing they need is a new coach, right? Um, and that's, that's what brings them back to the, to the successes that they had previously who knows um, but yeah no not a great day to be a TSM fan for for those of you left that are still TSM fans after you know double lift and Bergson and Parth and uh, everybody else, and the Reggie drama and yeah uh, it's it's no longer no longer are we in the days of fuck it Bay life right <laughs> Um. But yeah, no, I, I think that's the biggest thing that we need. those are gonna be the two biggest things that we need to watch. as ironically, the two teams that are embroiled in the most controversy or drama or however you want to put it, uh, are the two teams that we need to look at the most when it comes to standings for the remainder of the season. In Cloud nine, who at seven and two, uh, even if they manage to fuck up and, and lose every game from here on out, uh, which is what, 2, 4, six, uh, 8, 9 games, um, 7 and 9 is probably still a good enough record to get you into playoffs.
1: 7 and 9, maybe, but you would be talking 7 and 11.
0: Um, Did I say 7 and 9? Yes, right. you yeah. did. Two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. There's there's nine games left to play. What the hell? So they've already. All oh, right, the two losses. I forgot to factor that. In. Can you tell the kind of day that it's been for me? Again, math already done for you. I mean, that's also, you know, math being done for me is definitely a W2M Network exclusive. Ugh. This is why I have two mathematicians around. Um, Somebody's going to tell me when my numbers are wrong, and it ain't going to be Twitter. (laughs) Speaking of Twitter, uh, as always, if you want to send a hate mail about the bad math on the show, you can do that to Mr. Hate Mail himself at s.garber at gmail.com. However, if you would like to compliment our number crunching producer, Extraordinaire, who is no longer gaffing like crazy. You can find him on Twitter at Squid Sportshead. Uh and if you there are you a- go! And if you were a salty TSM fanboy and you want to tell me that I suck, you can do that on Twitter as well. I'm at the Andesian. However, I subscribe to the Captain Flowers philosophy of Twitter, which is if you tweet at me and your profile picture is an anime avatar, I'm going to laugh at you and dismiss everything that you have to say.
1: I mean... Depending on the avatar, I get it.
0: Um. <laughs> and if you want to yell at the disembodied, he no, he's asleep. We're not talking about that disembodied voice today. Um, it's it's past midnight. He has to work. He'll he'll be around tomorrow night for. Life is like a game show on its new night and time here on the W two M network tomorrow night at what is it eleven o'clock? I are believe we, so. are we ten do- or eleven? Yeah, I was about to say, are we doing? I don't know if we narrowed down the time. Um, I don't think we narrowed down as. Sp- I think it was dependent on Harry. Last I last I checked, it's either Harry or John, and I know John can't do, like before 9 30 10 i don't know tuesday nights here on the w2m network moving from thursday nights it's life is like a game show uh we're taught we're we're, we're doing the price is right re-deep dive um because we fucked up the last one because our host wasn't around uh because this was uh when we introduced our our new rolling gimmick of harry broadhurst will not be seen tonight and the fact that he cemented his status as the voice of reason um but since we have harry back on a on a semi-regular not even semi-regular but actually regular basis um we're definitely uh going to be redoing the prices right and giving it proper treatment and proper justice because When the three of us did it, we just rambled for, like, a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour episode. At the time, it, at the time, was the second-longest episode on the W2Web network, or, uh, uh, network. Podcast network. Yeah, that's why I was right the first time. Um... But, anyways, um, we're about an hour and a half in. I think this is a good point to 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 call the show, unless uh, something else happened that I missed that I should be aware of, or happy, you have something that you want to chime in with. Happy March. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna check some something really quick here and. <laughs> I
1: I'm definitely
0: yeah give me the thing <laughs> <laughs> give him the thing thank you um why is that news? That should not be news. That's just... Something we'll be talking about on Friday for sure. Friday? Or, sorry, the next point of viewer. Sunday. Because you work Friday. I'm sorry, I've gotten used to the damn show being on Fridays. Something we're definitely going to... uh be talking about on Friday or see, I did it again on Sunday. Um, are you familiar with the Twitch star Amaranth? Hell yeah. Why am I not surprised that your response to that was
1: hell? Yeah. I mean, hot tub streams, dirty ASMR boobs. Shall I continue?
0: Um, she has started a new business venture called Cutie Patooties where she's pulling a Belle Delphine, if that name makes any familiarity to you. She is selling her own hot tub water, her own hair, and glass jars full of her farts for the very hefty price of a thousand dollars a jar. And looking at it, it looks like it's a pint mason jar that I could go buy at my local craft store or hell, even my local Publix and get a case of 12 for 10 bucks and then printed a two dollar label and stuck it on there, Brian. We'll be talking about this on Sunday for sure. Shall I give my preview of that? Um, as long as it's safe for work because this is a semi-family show? Of course. My first opinion is...
1: Yeah, hear the rest Sunday. Other than that, we're good. Why oh, I
0: oh man, okay. Some quick TSM news. See, this is why I need to check the actual journalism things before I go on the uh, thing here. Um. Apparently, uh, Lena, who is the ex-president of eSports over at TSM um, and known romantic interest of Doublelift, um, recently made a comment on his Twitch stream um, saying, TSM thinks the amount of money you spend into LCS isn't worth the value that they're getting out. That's why they always talk about expanding to mobile and other regions and other games when they're asked about TSM's future. Um, I've talked about this on my stream. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to leave because their company direction and interests no longer align with mine. Well then. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of common knowledge that LCS is not profitable at all, right? Um, Even Riot said of esports, John Needham confirmed in an interview with the Washington Post recently um, at the end of Worlds um, that was featured again in the Washington Post. An actual credible journalistic production that uses (laughs) actual real journalists but do actual real reporting. I'm going to end further to the camera, even though I can't think of anything else to say.
1: Keeping with the gimmick, I get this.
0: <laughs> um, That the LCS does not make money for Riot. Uh, Riot actually loses money. in uh, the LCS... But I think they probably make the money back in the amount of merchandise that they sell, because Riot does show merchandise, or does shill, not sell, shill. There's a difference. Um, they do shill merch at the live events. Um, people will see the the skins and stuff, and esports skins do make a pretty penny um, in Riot's store. Um, you know, like cosmetics. So uh PSM definitely embattled in some stuff right now. Um, even um Reginald went into the subreddit and and said um it isn't about one-to-one cost. We sent we spent five million on league, which is on the league, which is top three in the league. Um We also knew that our above roster would lead to a more consistent performance, but thought it wouldn't have the potential to dominate the league or go far at Worlds. Probably top four. We wanted to build over three years, not one. We spent over a million buying out both Shen Yi and KDO. We went with rookies to rebuild over the three years, not build for a year at a time. We took a bet and it's not going well. Something... Well, I mean that's definitely a way of putting things. It is, but is it the, really the best way of putting <clears throat> things? Uh, I don't I don't know, but it's definitely a way of putting things, that's for sure. Um
1: I again, for something like this, it's not over. So We'll be hearing more about this, especially for
0: next Monday. Yeah, no, we're definitely going to come back and talk about this. We'll be talking about this through the remainder of the season. I'm almost positive of it. Um, But, yeah, no, we're... Um, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah, I think we're done. Well, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're uh, done. All right, that's it. That's the show. That's the tweet. Good night.
1: Okay, don't actually end on that. I had you gone, and waited an
0: extra second, it would have. <laughs> you wanna do an actual outro plug for like legitimate real on this time? Facebook.com slash W2M Network, Twitch.tv slash
1: W2M Net, Twitter.com slash W2M Network, YouTube.com slash W2M Network. If you take our podcast orally, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, Castbox, Overcast, uh, rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Pods, Google Pods, iHeartRadio, if you name it, most likely we're on it.
0: There you go. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow night for Life is Like a Game Show, folks. Yep. See you all tomorrow. See you next
1: week. Good night. Good night.